good morning, good morning, and depending on what time you are listening, possibly good evening. Marta Lazinski here. Welcome to my podcast, The Alchemy of Life. Please, if you don't mind, subscribe and like the podcast. And I encourage you to send me an email with questions and suggestions on topics that you would like to know more about. The email address that you can write to me is thealchemyoflife1 at gmail.com thealchemyoflife1 at gmail.com. Please send any tips, comments, and questions that you may have. Today, I think I really feel like talking because I already recorded my podcast in Polish and then thought to myself, ah, why the hell not? And decided to record another episode in English as well. Soon, I'll be back at work five days a week and... I don't know how much time I'll have to work on the podcast. So I'm using these few last days to catch up a little. It's um, it's actually time to start going to sleep at 9.30 and start waking up at 5 in the morning again like any respectable adult. No more vacation schedule with going to sleep at midnight and waking up at 9 in the morning like today. It's good to have a schedule though and know what time of the week it actually is, what day of the week it actually is. Today, I want to continue my subject from last week, my topic from last week, but um, sort of switch from ego and psyche to our shadow. So today about shadow, about our shadow, or about what we put into this shadow, this our shadow. We all think of ourselves as the person that we've created. And that is our personality. Like actors, we immerse ourselves in the roles we play and start to believe that the role we are portraying is everything we are. We identify with our role and quickly forget that it's really just a role. You've certainly heard of accomplished actors like maybe DiCaprio, De Niro, Pacino, who are good because they can identify with the character they're playing and live in every role they play and sell as the illusion that they are the characters that they are playing. We can see them as gangsters and believe they are gangsters, as addicts and believe they are addicts, as businessmen and believe they are businessmen. They have real talent. When we watch a movie, we see the same face we saw yesterday in a different movie and we fall into the illusion that or we believe that today this actor is somebody else to the point that some really difficult and emotional roles have a heavy impact on actors dedicated to their craft. 
they can emotionally and mentally destroy them at times even because the best actors can get lost in a role and forget who they really are outside of the set. Similarly, in our lives, we put on a mask, play a role, and forget that this role isn't everything we are when we return home behind the closed doors. In the meantime, our shadow rules what happens to us in life, what stands in our way. Our internal conflict that reside in our shadow manifests to us as external conflicts. An annoying boss, people who irritate us, while one failed relationship after another, the same type of man or woman we attracted to. All of this points to what is in our shadow. Our mind is literally showing us what we should work on. However, most of us recognize this as a lack of happiness, as fate, that they have no control because it's influenced by other people and all of this just happens to them and the only thing they can do is wait for things to change as the polish saying goes the poor always have the wind in their face so what do we do after all we can't control the wind working on our shadow requires us to accept the fact that the internal conflict within our shadow must come to light, must emerge into our consciousness. Carl Gustav Jung here is saying what I borrowed and um, used at the end of every podcast when I say, let's make the unconscious conscious. He says that until you make the unconscious conscious, It will control your life and you will call it fate. But if we are willing and ready to work on our shadow or our so-called fate, our so-called fate will stop suddenly happening and being controlled by all sources other than ourselves. So let me say that again, because I think I butchered it. So if we are willing and ready to work on our shadow, that our so-called fate will stop suddenly happening and will stop being controlled by all sources other than ourselves. In other words, we will be able to control our lives and what happens to us. So the goal here is to confront our shadow head on, not to create a completely opposite personality, but rather to differentiate that we have conscious choice. Many things we identify with are not really our choice, but how we were programmed. So 
when we go through tough times in life, we want to create something different, right? We want to help others not be surrounded by bad people. But here we are acting from the standpoint of our programming, although we think these are our choices. I talked about this in a previous episode, if you want to go back and listen. Such behavior isn't bad. We can behave as we want. The important thing is to recognize recognize that we have a choice. Let's have an example. We have we have a coin. And one side is what we think is good and the other side is what we think is unacceptable, rejected by society. And that is our shadow. So we want to look at both sides and understand that understand the shadow and how we were programmed to think that something is unacceptable. And after looking at it, we can still maintain our position, still think that it's unacceptable, but it will be our conscious choice because we have the necessary information to make a choice instead of avoiding negative traits we see in other people. And this is the key to freedom, as they say. So when we start working on our shadow, It's very important to let go of assumptions or beliefs about what's moral and what's not. Because the ego will try to subtly steer us back into our old views. And we must be curious here. We might think, yeah, we know that these people or this person annoy us and we would never want to be like them because in our opinion, they are nothing special or they bad. In a way, somehow we think. But instead of avoiding this feeling, let's be curious and play the devil's advocate, the role of a detective of our um, reactions and judgments instead of pushing them away. And this kind of behavior opens up more possibilities for us to accept and understand than our ingrained all views and approaches that are actually activated through how we were programmed by life. And this is the first step in working with our shadow. Because when someone starts to annoy us, our old programming kicks in automatically. And if we react based on how we were programmed, we don't react based by our own decision. It's not our decision. We're just reacting. We're not responding. We are reacting. And that's why we want to get to the bottom of why we react that way. Why specific types of people annoy us or make us feel uncomfortable and decide whether we still want to feel that way or not. And if we do, that's okay. 
But then it's our conscious choice. I don't know if um, what I'm saying here, uh, what I'm saying to convey makes any sense to you. It's difficult to share and engage everyone with um, such technical sort of things. Some of you may uh, be more interested than others, but thank you for your time. Um, either way, either way, we need to remember that our shadow is what we don't see in ourselves because it's a shadow. We don't see it. It's inside us. It's unconscious. That is why it's so hard to work on something we are not aware of because what we are aware of is not our shadow. It's not difficult to examine and analyze something we are not consciously aware of, something we are consciously aware of. It's difficult to examine and analyze something we are not consciously aware of. The question is, if something is unconscious in us, how do we reach it? One of the best ways, the best methods is through examining our emotions. But our emotions are not our shadow. They simply lead us to our shadow. Because to understand how we were programmed, we must understand how we were, how we are programmed happened through experiencing emotions. If that makes any sense. Feeling that something makes us feel good or that something makes us feel bad or are set uncertain. Instinctively, through the emotions we experience. Even our thoughts don't reveal our shadow. It's our emotions, always emotions that do. How we feel in a certain situation. And to free our mind from all this programming, we must go through our emotions, not just push them away. So if someone annoys you, for example, we can say, hmm, these people annoy me, irritate me, throw me off balance because they are rude, aggressive, unfair, chaotic, loud. But that's just a form of projection, a way of projecting our opinions onto others. If we truly look at our reaction and what it means for us, it will lead us straight to our emotions. Aggression, rejection, injustice, fear. These are all names for behaviors that trigger emotions. They are all our emotional markers, stamps that come out of our unconscious, that reside in our unconscious. They are assumptions we have about others, about ourselves, and about the world that are really never expressed consciously. These fundamental assumptions are so-called 
core beliefs. And there's a deeper layer to these beliefs and assumptions, and that's where our shadow resides. And if we take a moment to sit down and think about it, what's the worst that could happen if people thought that we were aggressive, we are failures, we are unfair, we are chaotic, if we were rejected, disorganized, and so on. And even more importantly, for these people, or for those people who respond with, I don't care what other people think about me. The question here should be, what is the worst that could happen if you yourself, we ourselves thought these things about us? So if you thought about yourself that you are aggressive, you are a failure, you are unfair, you are being rejected, you are disorganized, and so on, what would happen? And then we can really get to our shadow and start working on it. And our ego will immediately push those thoughts away. Like, no way. No way I'm like that. Because our ego wants to protect us from those thoughts. Because sitting in that feeling, in those thoughts... Being completely exposed is really terrifying to us. That's why we only see flashes of them and they can throw us off balance because we don't want to agree with the thought that we could be like that. And we live our whole lives avoiding what we are running from and what we are pushing into our shadow. That's why we are overworked, exhausted, unhappy, quick to get annoyed, quick to get annoyed, and sometimes it even leads us to depression. Because it's like we are constantly running away from ourselves. But we are what we are actually running away from isn't true. It doesn't exist. It's man-made. Today, thank you for your time. Once again, I encourage you to subscribe, review, like, send an email with questions, comments, ideas on topics you want to hear more about. Email is thealchemyoflife1 at gmail.com, thealchemyoflife1 at gmail.com. Join me on Facebook under Marta Lezinski. I also offer sessions on Zoom. If you need help with finding a meaningful and healthy relationship, please reach out to me. This podcast is for you. Let's make the unconscious conscious. I wish you all a great day and a great week and talk soon.